Welcome back here on the Plus Ultra Anime, episode 25. I'm Jordan, it's Nathy. Hey guys. Hope everyone's had a great week so far. This past week, not a ton of stuff happened in anime, but we got quite a, still got quite a bit that we want to talk about. So, first and foremost, I think for all of you people who like to watch your anime dubbed, Funimation has actually taken a bunch of series that are that were new in the winter lineup, and they announced throughout this very month they are actually planning on releasing 15 of them dubbed so that way people don't have to wait forever before they can finally start watching their their series dubbed so the series include plunder which already started id invaded also already started darwin's game already started then on the 21st you got sorcerer stabber orphan which i thought looked like a pretty interesting series again as you guys know we've talked about this multiple times in the past we generally watch our anime subbed, unless it's Saint Seiya, we do like in Spanish. And if we watch Dragon Ball Z, I actually really like Dragon Ball Z in English. I personally like it in Spanish because that's how I grew up. Yeah, Nancy grew up watching Dragon Ball Z in Spanish, so I don't know. You, like, like we've said in the past, you generally tend to watch the series and what you generally watch it. At least we have an option for everyone. Yeah, there's an option for everyone. That's important I, point. I will say this. I don't hate on anyone who likes to watch subbed or dubbed. It's all all the same. The, the thing is that we're all enjoying a wonderful anime story together. That's the big point. So anyways, Sorcerer, Stabber, Orphan, that's coming on the 21st. That's one I thought looked interesting. That was, I think, only in the Funimation winter lineup. I don't think this one was coming to Crunchyroll, unfortunately. Uh, Bofuri, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. Is coming January 22nd. Infinite Dendogram, January 23rd. Hatena Illusion, the 23rd as well. Nico Paira, January 23rd. Toilet Bound. Hanako-kun, also the 23rd. That is another one I thought seemed kind of interesting, mainly by the title. The guy who's going to spend his time on the toilet. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> and then that sounds familiar. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, can, I can't even tell you how many video games or Game Boy games I've beaten on the pot. So I, I get, I get where the guy's coming from. <laughs> so, anyways, you got a certain scientific railgun, which has been in the top ten the past couple, like the past two weeks. Um, that's coming on the twenty fourth, and I've heard that series is really good. I don't know. I <clears throat> kind of starting to look for a new series. Fire Force just isn't doing it for me. I think I'm kind of done with it. I've got about five or six episodes into it and just, yeah, I just, I just can't get into it. Like I said, in like the Thursday's episode, when we, when I talked a little bit about Fire Force, like the art looks really good. The fight scenes are good. The sound effects are awesome. It's just, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just having a really hard time getting into it. So that could be one I could start. But then again, I don't know if I, I don't know. I'm in, I'm in the mood of looking for something new right now. So, uh, continue. Are you in that weird spot when you when you finish one series and then you need to go to a new one and you cannot kind of like cut it from the one before and start a new one and you're like mm, in the limbo? Not really, because I finished um, Martian Successor Nadesico the week before. Mm. And that was good, but when it was done, I was ready for it to be done. That was, fu- that was fine. So I'm just... Like, I will have something that I will be starting probably tonight or tomorrow. I don't have a hard time finding a new one, but I am looking for one. Anyways, we're going to get back onto this list here. So, uh, Smile Down the Runway, that's t- also coming on the 24th. 
Interspecies Reviewers the 25th. A3, which has also been like, I mean, I guess this one has been a pretty hyped anime for this uh, winter lineup with Funimation. That one's coming on the 27th. And then Isekai Quartet Season 2 is also coming January 28th, dubbed. So that's pretty big news. Isekai Quartet has also been super hyped for, you know, the winter season, the winter lineup. I don't know. I haven't seen an Isekai Quartet. I didn't see the first season yet. And I don't know. I just, I don't know if I really want to either. I may eventually end up checking it out because I do like Isekai genre anime, but... And, and I do know it's got your shield hero and and uh, Subaru from um, ReZero Life. And I like I love both I those series. I could with that one. I couldn't. And it's like I want to, but maybe I will have to make up my... I will have to force myself and say, you have to. I don't know. You do have to. ReZero Life is a great series. I will say this. I do like shield hero better than ReZero. Shield hero is awesome. I finished that one in like three days. There was a couple nights I was up to like 2 o'clock watching that one. <laughs> That's a great series. So anyways, for those of you that do like your anime dubbed and you do watch on Funimation, just some good series that are coming up in that winter lineup that will be available dubbed this month. So something to keep your keep your eyes open for. Uh, anyway, we move on from that. <clears throat> this past week, now this is, this is going to be Nathy's favorite news of the night. Because as you guys know in the past that she loves Fruits Basket, which has done very, very well. That's a great series. Uh, They did reveal a new trailer for the season two. We do know season two is coming in April. Other than that, we don't know a whole lot of details about the actual season other than they've got two new characters that are coming. The horse and the, Nancy was saying it was the, uh, the, the dove or the pigeon. I'm not sure which one in the Chinese zodiac comes up, yeah. but whatever. So the horse is and Rin, and, and then mm-hmm, and then the other one. Um, it's gonna be um, if I'm not wrong, it's Kureno. Who so is the the, the pigeon the or whatever pigeon, the dove? What did you think of the trailer? Uh, well, we didn't see a whole lot, but um, I am super excited. Actually, I. I'm glad that they're making the second season last time they didn't finish it. So, of course, uh, me personally, I, I like to see when they bring the manga to like um, to be the whole series because it's like everything that you read, like now you can see it in action. It's just like it feels more complete than before. I think they've done it like very, very good this time. So I'm excited for this spring. I know when you talk about Fruits Basket, it intrigues me, but I don't know if it intrigues me enough to watch it. It It has everything, like drama, love. um, It's funny. It's just amazing. Does it have sports? Yes. Sports, fighting, true love. (laughs) Actually, a lot of fighting. (laughs) What kind of fighting? Just arguing or actual like fist fights and kicking? No, fist fight between... It be, between, between Kyo and Yuki, they hate each other. It's the rat and the cat, so you can imagine how that goes. Like, but like they will, like Kyo, Kyo, it's like super hot hit, so he gets like super fired up easily. But everything. So to correct me if I'm wrong here, but this series is based on people that 
can take form of their Chinese zodiac. So like if someone was born in the year of the cat, they can become like this guy becomes the cat, the other guy becomes a rat, the mouse, the dog, what all that stuff. And then there are other people that do not have that power to transform and them we will call muggles, right? No, we're not gonna call them muggles. Well, that's disappointing. <laughs> well, that's disappointing. Muggles, muggle-born. How about mudbloods? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Forget all the Harry Potter references. Anyways, that's something to look forward to coming out in April. Like I said before, this Fruits Basket has actually done really well, and part of how I know this is because. When, every week when we talk about the top 10 currently airing anime, when season one came out, that was in the list. Usually usually wasn't quite in the top 10, but it was like usually lingering between 11 and 15 in most cases. There's a few times it peaked into that top 10, but you know, overall to be in the top, I think even 50 currently airing anime is quite a feat considering there are so many anime out there and so much competition. So like Natty said, if you do like kind of that, a romantic, fun filled anime series it's probably one to check out and uh maybe give it give it a start now so that way you can be ready for it when it comes out in april that i mean it's 25 episodes if i remember right so that mean if you watch an episode a day i mean that'll take you through february (laughs) and then you'll be ready for it in april so anyways moving on we are going to talk a little more about weathering with you that is the makoto shinkai film that just came out yep we couldn't go last week on Wednesday or Thursday because we couldn't find a babysitter, so we ended up having to go on Friday. We'll talk more about like our actual impressions of the movie and what we thought about it in our Thursday episode. More than anything, we want to talk about like the numbers and, and how well it did right now. So like it actually did really, really well at the box office here in the U.S. Like On Wednesday, its opening day, it was number two just behind that 1917 war movie that just came out so it did it it outdid star wars for that day i mean it just did really really well and like to me honestly i was kind of surprised because like when we went we got there maybe 20 minutes before it started it it was packed and when when we went to order the tickets the guy said oh he said that one has been pretty full let me see if there's still tickets available it was like pretty full so let me double check again and there was basically like three seats in the front row and then like two seats like in the the middle and that's the ones we got so luckily we got it good so uh, overall it was received really well here in the u.s which i'm stoked about i i actually really like makoto shinkai's movies they're really good he, the dude's got talent. He's very skilled at what he does. And his, his stories are all unique and interesting. And this one definitely delivered. It was great. Uh, he, he gave his own little reaction to how well it did in the U.S. He basically went to Twitter and just thanked everyone for, for comment. In fact, his words were, thank you so much for, <clears throat> for many wonderful comments to Weathering With You from many countries. Your words encourage me a lot which this man needs the encouragement so he can keep giving us great films. Like we said in past episodes, he's, he's planning on relo- like launching one big film pretty much every two years. So that would be awesome if we get some more just as good. Even though it still did as good as it did, unfortunately it wasn't enough to earn any like film recognition awards, at least here in the U.S. It got plenty of like awards and honors in Japan and, and in other places around the world, but here in the U.S., didn't really get anything 
which, you know, anime's still not the most popular thing here in the U.S., but it's getting bigger and bigger. Like we've talked about in past episodes, I mean, in the past, like an anime movie in theaters was very, very rare. Now we're getting them more and more often. And I think every time that we've gone to an episode, or not an episode, but an anime movie, the, it seems like the theater has gotten more and more packed as we have gone. Yeah. I do know Weathering With You was more, was definitely more hyped and more, I think, advertised more. I think more people were aware that it was here than the other stuff. I mean, One Piece, like I said, it wasn't, the theater wasn't packed, but it was still pretty full when we went to One Piece Stampede. And considering One Piece is one of the most popular anime out there, you know, that's not as surprising. But Weathering With You did fantastic. It's a great movie. Like I said, we'll talk We'll talk our actual, what we thought about the movie and go into details and more open discussion about it on th- in our Thursday episode. But anyways, with other big news and big numbers, so we're talking Demon Slayer again, like we do pretty much every week. We, we seem to always touch on Demon Slayer and on, on Pokemon, which we will talk a little bit about Pokemon too in just a minute. But anyways... Demon Slayer, the manga, has already sold more in 2020 than it sold in all of 2019. So the thing that is crazy about this is the manga did well before the anime came out, but the anime did so well, it has actually absolutely skyrocketed the, the actual sales for Demon Slayer manga. Now, so when, when we say it's done more in 2020, that is based on the actual fiscal year, so... 2020 fiscal year supposedly started eight weeks ago from I think it was from like November to November is when they kind of started their counting their year Um, but still in the past eight weeks it has sold more copies than it did in the rest of 2019 so in the past eight weeks they sold 2,887,297 copies which is just insane this this dude is just raking in the money yeah. after these and and the rest of 2019 it was it. yeah so so he's just barely under 13 million for the past eight weeks and for the rest of 2019 just barely over 12 million so he's almost sold a million copies more in eight weeks than he sold in in 10 months you know so pretty incredible well deserved on that anime series I'm sure the main, you know, the anime series ended so good. I just know everyone was just wanting to find out what happens next, what's coming next. I can't wait to find out what happens next, but I'm going to wait to watch it in the anime. And I can't wait to see the movie when it comes out in sometime this year. So anyways, moving on from that, speaking of movies coming out, we've got another Dragon Quest movie coming to Netflix, which I think is pretty awesome. Netflix... I'm going to say this. I know some people think, oh, watching anime on Netflix is lame, but it is not. Don't ever underestimate anime on Netflix. Some of our favorite series that we've ever found have been on Netflix. Like we found the Slayers on Netflix years and years ago. That was like one of my, I think that was probably like the third anime series I'd ever watched. That's one of my favorites. And, you know, they're all shuffling through some really good series. So... I mean, it's definitely a good place to watch. Watch anime. And uh, so February 13th, they're launching a Dragon Quest movie, which already came out in Japan. Earned a little over $11 million, so it did pretty good out there. Not crazy big numbers, but, you know, it's still pretty good. 
Um, this this Dragon Quest story is based on Dragon Quest V, which originally came out on the Super Famicom or the Super Nintendo, and then it later came out again on the PS2 and the Nintendo DS. So the game's narrative takes place over a course of 30 years. You're basically following the the player's birth all the way through marriage and then even following their children. The movie's going to have a couple different things because in the game, like, you could pick who you were going to marry, whereas obviously in the game, in the, in the movie, they're going to have to... They've picked, obviously, who, who marries who and what and whatnot. So I've always... I've always want, like I've said in the past, I've always wanted to get into Dragon Quest. This might be my first entry into Dragon Quest because we'll definitely watch it when it comes onto Netflix. Like I said, it is coming February 13th, which is also the same day that Sonic the Hedgehog comes out oh, to films. Which, since they updated the look of Sonic, I'm a little more excited to watch it. And it has Jim Carrey, so. And Jim Carrey as Eggman, <laughs> I think, was actually probably a pretty good choice. I don't know. It's it's a it's a movie that I think will do well, mainly because it's based on a video game and everyone loves everybody loves Sonic. And my little boy absolutely loved watching watching the trailers. I mean, we've watched the opening trailer for last Sonic summer, a million times. Last summer, he wanted to run everywhere just like Sonic. Yeah, he always get down on his gotta hands, be like, "Gotta go fast." <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that's a uh, that's. I know that's not anime, but anyways, it's coming out the same day that uh, the Dragon Quest movie's coming to to Netflix. So we got two uh, double feature for you on the February thirteenth. So for for Valentine's Day, take that special someone to watch Dragon Quest at your house for some Netflix and Dragon Quest. Are you taking me? We will stay home and watch some oh. Netflix. Oh, okay. If, if you would like Netflix and Dragon Quest. Ooh. That's that's that. Anyways, also continuing on with Netflix, we talked about a Nino Kuni movie coming to Netflix a couple. I, I don't remember if it was last week or the week before, but it is now available. Um, it Netflix describes the this, the movie this way. It says two average teens go on a magical quest to save the life of their friend and her counterpart from another world, but love complicates their journey. So far, we have watched kind of like the opening synopsis that they show you, and like just by letting the letting the trailer run virtually, we have decided we are going to watch it. Hopefully, we watch it before Thursday so we can talk a little bit about what we think about it in our Thursday episode. But it does look it does look pretty good. It's an hour and forty six minutes, so if you got two hours to spare, check it out. I do think it looks good. Um, we'll talk more about it on Thursday if we actually have the time to see it. So, with that being said, I think this I think this is our last Netflix Netflix topic here. Um, B stars last week announced they gave us a, they gave us a release date for the American um, for the American Netflix release. That'll be available on March thirteenth, exactly one month after the Dragon Quest movie and Sonic. Exactly one month to the day, March thirteenth. So, again. We've talked about Beastars in quite a few episodes because it has been fairly popular in Japan where it came out only on their Jap- on Netflix Japan. They already announced a season two. They've already announced like a live action play that they're going to be doing. So it's done It's done really, really well. I think it's going to do well here. This is that dark version of Zootopia virtually. That's, it looks interesting. I'm 
about 95, maybe 96% sure that me and Natty will watch Beastars when it comes out. It sh- it'll be short. It's only 12 episodes long. We'll be able to bust through it pretty darn quick. So we'll give you our thoughts about it. Yeah, f- future thoughts in, our, in a future episode. But it's definitely something to look forward to because it is coming soon and it is looking pretty awesome. Now, with that, um, if you remember a couple months ago, uh, Kyoto Animation, they announced that they had to push back the release of Violet Evergarden, the movie, because of the fire, you know, their, of their uh, studio that burned down. Mm-hmm. So finally, they announced that that is going to be coming to April. It was supposedly, originally, it was supposed to be coming out here in January, like the 16th or 17th, and then it got pushed just just got pushed back. They didn't give us a date. But now they're saying April should be here April. And um, it will release to select theaters in the U.S. And what they have said is they confirmed that the film will be screening in Japanese with English subtitles. So for me, that's awesome. I really like that. When we watched Weathering With You, it was in English. At the end, me and Etty both said I would have really preferred to have watched it in Japanese with the subtitles. Yeah. So... Violet Evergarden is not a series that we have watched. You haven't watched it, right? No, we haven't. We haven't. You, I feel like, haven't. no, I feel like I want to. So this might be our introduction into it. I know that Violet Evergarden has, is a is a pretty popular series. It's done fairly well. Um, This might be our introduction into it. I love going to the movies. I love watching anime in the theaters. There's, I don't know. It just feels good to do it, right? Yep. So anyways, just things to look forward to. Now with that, now we're getting into the Pokemon segment of our of our show like we always do. So if you remember in the new series, I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I believe it was in an episode, in the second episode or, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was in the second episode. Team Rocket runs into Ash and Go and we find out they have this new tool where it's almost like a, like what's, what are those little machines kids put the coins in and they pull out a toy and... And it's oh, so much fun or whatever. Those. But what this yeah, Team Rocket now has something like that when they just like pull a lever and all of a sudden they get this random Pokeball. Yeah. And it and it's Team Rocket Giovanni has sent them basically a whole array of strong Pokemon. Now in that episode, one uh, I think I think Jesse pulls out a Gyarados. I know Gyarados was definitely one of the ones pulled out, and I I can't remember what the other one was. For some reason, I'm thinking of the Kangaskhan. Maybe it wasn't. I know definitely Gyarados was. But anyways, the thing is, they have access to stronger Pokemon. And for some reason, there's been fans that have said, you know, had a lot of like... They haven't been happy with that. I don't get why. I actually think it's cool because Jesse and James and Team Rocket have just been nothing but clowns since the, since the Indigo League. Since the very beginning. So now they're getting serious. So, somewhat like from the very beginning they didn't do anything they can never do anything it's almost like honestly it's almost like when you're playing Skyrim the first time you run into a dragon you're like oh my gosh and then by the time at the end you're so powerful it's like oh my gosh go away it's like you're run, running around and a dragon comes finds you you're just like oh my gosh that's how I felt with Team Rocket in the end it's like oh my gosh just we don't need Team Rocket anymore. Just let Ash do his thing because more than anything, they're just an annoyance. With this, they actually put up a fight to him. I mean, again, Ash still beat him fairly easily when he 
when he fought yeah, him, even with the powered up Pokemon. See, like before, like just Pikachu, Thunderbolt, and then they were gone, well, flying on the sky. Well, it was that, but at the same time, it was actually a battle. It's like before, it's like she has, you know, Arbok and Weezing, or Jesse Arbok, James Weezing. They fight, and they it's just over so quickly. Or and then later on, they get lick a tongue and then they get wobba fed i don't know it just it's just boring i think this has made, done a way to make it kind of mix things up and just make things more interesting and cool i really like that they have access to stronger pokemon i don't get the complaints and i did and it said that some people have actually gone to the to the animator uh sayuri ishi and have been like sending her messages saying like this is bogus why are you doing this blah 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 i don't get it i think it i think it's cool and so far in this pokemon series in the first seven episodes team rocket has only showed up one time so team i don't feel like team rocket is going to have a big big place in this new pokemon series yes they will be there but not in every episode which i like and you know they'll just be butting in here and there which I think is cool. I think it works out really, really well with that. So, anyways, curious whatever your thoughts are. I I would like to know. I'm interested to see what other people have seen. I haven't seen anyone actually argue about it. It's just this reading this article. They were saying there's been quite a few people that were a little bit bothered with with that. I thought it was cool. So, anyways, moving on from that. So, the past two weeks. We've talked a little bit about Seven Deadly Sins and how their big fight scene was kind of a letdown for a lot of people. Well, I guess there was a bunch of fans that decided they were going to get together and try and remake the scene themselves, reanimate it. We'll see if they actually do it. At this point, I, I think a lot of people are just kind of writing off Seven Deadly Sins as as a great first season series, and then after that, just kind of a gone downhill i guess the third season is just not done as well as what people have really wanted one punch man kind of went the same way season two same thing really good first season then just a lot of complaints and just kind of people that are bothered with with the way things have gone so i said some deadly sin should be here on netflix soon once it gets here we'll definitely watch it and make our own assessment our own opinion of it personally i don't see how it could be that bad then again Mainly the people that are complaining about it are those that read the manga yeah. and had their expectations set really high for it. So, and now with all this criticism that I've seen, my expectations aren't very high. So it'll probably be better than <clears throat> than what I'm expecting, I would think. What do you think? I don't know. It's like I said to you, it's, it scares me a little bit that a lot of people is complaining about it. But I'd rather just wait and have my personal own opinion about it. Um, just like you said before, too, maybe it's people reading the ma- manga and having high expectations. And I don't blame them because you're you're right to to expect expect more but we'll see i think i really want to wait and see how i feel about it same with me so with that going to our final topic of the night um as you all know dragon ball z kakarot the game just came out just released on ps4 xbox one and pc came out on i believe the 16th or the 17th either way still very very new very fresh uh, game's done really well. They have said that it takes 
you know, to get through about the story mode. If you just want to kind of blow through the story mode, you can get through it in about 40 hours. If you want to try and 100% it, you got between about 80 to 100 hours of gameplay. So it's got a lot of gameplay, got a lot going on for it. Game looks great. Fighting looks good. It's definitely one I'm going to be checking out. One of the things that I did like is uh, this is this is a slight spoiler. So if you don't want to know, maybe skip ahead 30 seconds. But uh, Android 21 makes an appearance in the game. So if you don't know who Android 21 is, she actually comes from Dragon Ball Fighter Z. She was kind of a special character that they made specifically for that game, which is a great game. That is a game that me and Nathy played forever. I wouldn't say forever, but we played quite a bit together. Me, her, and her cousin. And uh, would always use Hit because he's a machine. Kicks butt. We love that game. And I think it's really cool that they added Android 21 into it. She wasn't the best character to use in the fight. And she's kind of based off of like Majin Buu. Like she's she's made supposedly she was created from Majin Buu DNA. So she's really strong. Fun character. More than anything, I just think it's cool that they gave her a li- like a small scene where she's in there. She's helping uh, work on Vegeta's uh, gravity training room. So cool little shout out to have her back there. Anyways, it's definitely a game that I want to check out. We'll see now that we know that uh, Final Fantasy VII got pushed back another couple weeks. That was, you know, I kind of figured that was going to happen. That is one thing with Square Enix. They do take their time to make a good game, but they're always pushing dates back. They pushed Kingdom Hearts back. I don't know how many times now Final Fantasy just got pushed back. Final Fantasy VII Remake got pushed back. Cyberpunk got pushed back. So now my February is looking... My February and early March is looking a little more open. So I might end up getting Dragon Ball Z Kakarot beforehand and playing that. So Probably as soon as it get, it comes out. out well, that's already out. I just... Oh, yeah, it came out a couple weeks ago. So maybe when it goes on sale, but I don't know. We'll see. I'll definitely give it a try sometime. I just don't know how soon I will. So anyways, that is our episode for tonight. We will see you again on Thursday where we talk about, you know, the shows that we're currently watching and we go into more in-depth, kind of more detail about and our thoughts, opinions, predictions, what we think is going to happen in the series we're watching. And uh, other than that, I hope everyone has a great day or night, whatever time you are watching or listening to this. And check us out on Twitter and Instagram, plus Ultra Anime 38. And we'll see you Thursday. Have a great day. Bye, guys.